Welcome to Get Fired Up, the ultimate event planning podcast brought to you by Wildfire. Well, event planning is pretty much on hold during the unprecedented coronavirus outbreak and the necessary restrictions associated with it. But does that mean that you can't still do something fun and engaging for your team, which isn't just another quiz ripped off the internet? Well, Wildfire have quickly adapted to come up with a trio of high-quality team events, all done virtually and entirely socially distanced. I had a chat with Wildfire's Managing Director, Nathan Angus, to find out more. Well, hi there, Nathan. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good. So today we are looking at, well, what's been, I, I guess, fair to say, an unusual time for you and for Wildfire and for, well, the industry as a whole, really. Yeah, it's been it's it's been tough for everybody in the industry, really, from everything from hospitality through to events, through to uh, even suppliers of uh, hire vehicles and things like that. So the whole industry and the knock-on effect has been been really tough because as soon as the government said we were going into lockdown and you couldn't have gatherings of more than two people and people in your family, then it essentially just put a stop on all events happening, really. So you just have to adapt and you have to try and do do different things and, and keep moving forward, really. So as a, as a bit of background, Nathan, kind of talk us through what you'd normally be doing kind of through the spring and, and summer months. So summer is really our, our sort of go time. We have so many different types of events that we run, predominantly team building and fun days and things like that. And we tend to on average, sort of your busy days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we'll do about seven, seven or eight different events a day on each of those days and spread all over the country. So one day you might be in Glasgow, the next day you'll be in London, the next day you'll be in Surrey, the next day you'll be in Sheffield and you're traveling all over the place. And it's some different things. So Crystal Maze team building, then the next day you might be running Rage Buggies, the next day you might be doing hovercrafts, but it's just, it's constant. It's one event after the next, after the next, after the next. And you just sort of, you, it's fantastically enjoyable, but sometimes you are thinking, oh, I can't wait till August when it dies off a little bit and you get, you're not working a hundred hours a week anymore. But obviously this year is going to be slightly different. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned some of the, the events that you normally be doing during the summer there. This is a really obvious question and I know the answer, but um, it, it feels right to, to kind of clarify this. So, you know, all, all those events are things that at the moment and, and certainly for the foreseeable future are just not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while ever the government has, um, has issued the lockdown notice and said that you can't have gatherings of more than two people, then we are essentially... Uh, all the equipment, I mean, uh, all the, we've got a 20,000 square foot warehouse full of equipment that you can't, you can't use at the moment. So it's, it's just put a complete stop on all of that. Okay. So, um, how have you kind of adapted and changed what you do? So what we've done is, um, we're quite aware that a lot of people are working from home at the moment. And a lot of people, because of practicing social distancing, they're not able to, to see their colleagues and not able to have that interaction as much. So we've come up with a few different ideas that are all based around online, all based around remote team building and remote fun and remote entertainment for people. Yeah, now, I mean, kind of uh, everyone sort of made this move to doing things online, you know, people that have probably never even heard of things like Zoom and House Party and, you know, there's people doing their own pub quizzes and all sorts of stuff now. So this kind of sounds a little bit like it's the sort of next sort of level up from that is that is that a fair description 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been part of quite a few Zoom quizzes, family quizzes, and my wife's colleagues run different ones each week and things like that through Google Hangouts and everything. And without being derogatory to, to those elements, we're, we're just taking it up a level and we're trying to make it a lot more professional. So you don't sort of have somebody as the host who's someone just sat in a garden with a can of beer, just reading out the questions on a piece of paper. We've What we've done is we've actually turned our boardroom into a, a film studio. We've put a green screen up. We've, we have a host, which predominantly is myself. And um, when people log on to, so we've got three options. We've got the quiz, we've got the escape room, and we've got another one called uh, the gold rush. So when they log on to the quiz or when they log on to the gold rush, there's a big, big screen and we sh- we take over their screen. So you have that. And then you would have me superimposed in the corner and I'm talking through. So if it's the quiz questions and the questions come on screen and then I'm in the corner reading the questions out, giving you an update on the leaderboard, just trying to have interaction with people and talk to people and, and generally just try and be a professional host um, because a lot of people are missing that element, especially in the corporate world where people have, have been going to events. Like Sometimes they're going month after month, they're going on a different event, and they're used to people looking after that element. So whereas some companies are, are trying to run it all themselves, they're not necessarily got that experience behind it, whereas with us, we're, we're used to taking the pressure off people and just managing the whole experience for them. And do you find that there is still a desire from uh, businesses to be doing something? So the kind of people that would normally be looking at booking, you know, kind of big summer events now, um, is there still a desire for them to to kind of do something, albeit online? Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, one of the things that's important as well is that nobody really has experienced this type of thing before where we're, we're in the lockdown experience and we're having social distancing and more more than ever now, Companies need to look after the the mental well being of their employees, and they need to make sure that everybody is is feeling part of the company as well. And I think since we sort of launched these these three different ideas, we've had a lot of people. You know, we send it out on our mail outs and everything like that. And we've had a lot of interest from people, and we've we've actually been doing. You know, some days I'm doing four different events in one day, which is uh, all from our office, which is very different to how I was exper- uh, explaining how we do summer normally traveling up and down the country. But we've had a lot of people who just want want to make their staff feel connected. I've got uh, one client who I did a, a big quiz for where they had a 120 people take part. And they've, they had so many people take part that really enjoyed it. They're doing it again this uh, well, doing it again tomorrow actually. So um, they want to do it sort of every month so that it's something that can get everybody together, and they might not all be able to talk to each other at the same time, but it just means that they the company's showing that they're thinking of them and it's it's putting something on them because some people will be able to stay at home and have family that they can talk to and things like that. Some people live on their own, and the only chance they might get of speaking to people might be through the work Zoom calls or something along those lines. So if we're able to add a bit of a fun element to that, then it just takes the individual's mind off what's actually happening in outside in the real world, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Let's kind of talk through those three things then that you're offering um, now. I, I think everyone will understand the idea of a of a quiz, um, but I think a lot of the quizzes that people are doing at home right now are just someone kind of googling '90s quiz or music quiz and pulling some um, questions off the the internet. So, what what kind of things are you offering from a quiz point of view? 
we're predominantly running it through Zoom as the uh, as the webinar element of it. And what we do is we send out the details so somebody can join online. Then they will log on, they will see us, and then we've actually got a paid version of Zoom, so we've paid so that we can have more people on at once, so we can have up to 2,000 people log on at one time. And then we've actually got the paid version of Kahoot as well. So what happens is we send a invitation out, and then people will split log on, split their screen in half, and then the questions come up on screen, and they have to click on which one they think it is. So a lot of the time it's multiple choice. There's somewhere they actually type it in, but we actually brand everything to the company. So when they log on, then if it's a company like, um, let's say Sheffield Wednesday, because I don't want to name too many of my clients, but I wouldn't mind Sheffield Wednesday being one. Um, so if it's, uh, if it's Sheffield Wednesday, log on, the Sheffield Wednesday logo would be all on there. So we make it specific to the company. Then again, with myself who's hosting it, I'll be going through there. I'll be talking to people. I'll be explaining how it all works. I'll be giving a run through of the scores. So the scores keep coming up on screen so you can see who's in the top five all the time. We're then doing a, a prize for the winner at the end. We've been doing sort of a £50 Amazon voucher. So there's lots of different things that we, we make it more interactive. We've got different rounds. So we've, you know, we've been running quizzes real-time quizzes for years and years where we've done it based on different TV rounds and different TV shows. And we normally go over host and a PA system. So we've got a back catalogue of thousands of questions and thousands of different tasks and things like that that we can add to it. So it's quite quick fire. It keeps people occupied. We're generally running them for about an hour and it's quite quick fire. It's multiple choice. And then you can see your questions come in. And it also means that because of the system that we're using, if you have, say, five people who all get the same amount of questions right, it's about how fast you can answer the questions as well. So the faster you answer it, the more points you get. So it means at the end you have one clear, distinct winner, which means you don't have any arguments at the end. I like it. It sounds very professional. I guess the big question is just how hard are the questions? And they are ranging. We've had some people who say they are quite hard, some people who say they are... I've been doing quite a few demos for customers so they can see what it's like and... Um, I did do a demo the other week and a client, we got to the third round and did not got a question right yet. And uh, so I was like, right, we might have to change some of these questions. And uh, <laughs> she said, oh, no, no. So it was, uh, we'd had the rounds we'd done was countries and geography and uh, true or false. And then we went on to the TV rounds and she just blitzed them all. She just got every single one right. So there's different bits for different people. I mean, we've got one round that's like countdown where you have anagrams and you have to try and figure out what the answers are. You have uh, one round on sport one round on film so there's something in there for everybody so even if it's not your specialist subject then there will be a round that is a little bit more suited to you okay um you mentioned uh, about one of the other things you do is the um escape room so i kind of think of that being something very much physical so how does that work from an online point of view so for an escape room we've got three different rooms that we're running at the moment and we've turned three different areas in our in our offices into different r escape rooms with a different theme to each one. So one of them is called the heist, where you have to get a diamond out. Another one is called the kidnap, where the person in there has been kidnapped and you have to get them out. And when you log on, you will have two cameras, which you can see one camera is in the corner of the room. So you get the, the landscape view of the whole room. The other camera is actually attached to the person in the room. And then you have to tell that person what to do to get out. So 
they're like your your dummy if you like you're telling them exactly what to do and to, running through how to do it so i've done quite a few of these i have the camera sort of attached to my forehead and uh, then i'm walking through the room explaining where everything is explaining how that like what the task is and then they have to tell me what to do so if there's posters on the wall i'll go up to the poster i'll show them all the poster and then i'll explain exactly what's on there and then as a group they're all able to talk to each other and they have to say, right, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? Why don't we try that? And they have to go through the different stages to to get me or whoever's hosting it out of the room. Brilliant. So what we're talking about here is something that's 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 you know very realistic. This is not just like a computer program that someone's playing. You know, you are directing someone around an actual room trying to get out. Yeah, definitely. There's I mean, not to downplay what other people are doing. Some people are doing it w- with apps where it is like a computer game and you have to go through different graphics to do different things. We as a company are more about the interaction with people and being able to talk to people and be able to make people smile and have fun with them and things like that. And that's, I think that's what makes ours quite different. It's it's a realistic thing because you are actually talking to someone. If you say to them, uh, can you open this door? Can you do this? Then they answer you and say, yes, you can do that. So it's a different experience each time. I've run about 15, 20 of them now. And every one is a different experience. People get out at different times. So we had one client who got out with two minutes to spare. We got another client who got out with 20 minutes to spare. And it's it's completely different each time. Whereas if everybody's doing one that is like an animated one with graphics and things like that. It's the same experience each time. So to me, it's not really team building, whereas what we're doing, they have to work together and they have to work with the host and talk to the host and the host feeds back to them. And the host also guides them so that if they do get stuck on something, the host is there to help them. So it's a, a more of a full service. And what about Gold Rush? Tell us more about that. So the Gold Rush is uh, is a new one that we we created where i had a i've had this idea in my head for quite a while and i don't know why i had this idea in my head but to create a team building event based on when people in america went from the east coast to the west coast in in the 18 1800s for for the gold in california and i had this idea in my head about creating a team building event around it all and i was thinking about as they go from state to state they have a different challenge to do in each state and um then I thought we got sent into lockdown. I thought, oh, I've got time to do this and we could possibly do it online. So the way that we do this, you split into teams and you all start in New York and you have a challenge which you have to do to get out of New York. And then you have to plot your routes going through different states to try and get to California. And it's the first team that can get to California. So whether you run it through Zoom or we have got other alternatives to Zoom if people don't want to use Zoom, then through Zoom they have breakout rooms and each team's in a breakout room. And then you can go back to the main room and in the main room there'll be myself or one of our other hosts as host. And on the screen there's a big map of America and you can see where each team is, which state they're in. So you can see it's a race and where they are in, the, in comparison to other teams. And then they go back to their, their breakout rooms. They try and answer, say, Pennsylvania, what they've got to do there to get out of Pennsylvania. And then from Pennsylvania, they might want to go down to West Virginia or they might go, want to go to Ohio or there's lots of different routes that people can take. But what we've done, been a little bit sneaky as well, is on some states, when you complete the challenge, it says 
sorry, there, war has broken out. The border has been has uh, been closed. You have to go back. So there's some little ones where people will think, oh, yeah, I'm massively in the lead. And they might get to Kentucky or something like that and think, oh, I've, I've gone past three states here because I'm going through Kentucky. But in actual fact, Kentucky might be closed and you have to then go down into Tennessee or something like that. So it's a bit more... Um, it's a bit more in depth. I've spent quite a long time checking how many different borders there are to each state, and there's quite a few. Let me tell you that. That sounds uh, that sounds really good fun. Um, have you have you got kind of a, any examples of what the the tasks would be? So if I was if I was in um, let's say Pennsylvania, what what kind of task would I be looking at? So in Pennsylvania, it's famous for the Liberty Bell. So we have a question around the Liberty Bell. And then we also have, I didn't want it to just be like a quiz because I feel like, I feel like everybody's going to be quizzed out by the end of uh, end of this anyway. So we've got more sort of physical tasks. So we send a task across to them. And in Pennsylvania, there's, I actually have relatives who live in Pennsylvania, live in Pittsburgh. And one thing I remember about been in Pittsburgh a lot, I spent a lot of time in my youth over there, is that they have massive big woodlands and massive big forests. And one of the tasks they have is we send them over a document that has a number of trees and they have to get it in a specific formation. So so that there's five in each line. And then they have to figure out how that will work. So they'll be talking as a team how to figure that out. And then they once they've figured it out, they send it over. We have a different quiz master for each team. They send it over to the quiz master. He says whether it's right or wrong. If they get it right, then fantastic. They can move on to the next state. If they get it wrong, then they have to go back to the drawing board and start again. Fantastic. I love the sound of uh, of that. That sounds brilliant. Just looking ahead a little bit, obviously we're in a unique situation at the moment and kind of what happens next is is really the unknown. But you know, as social distancing is likely to continue, but perhaps lockdown eases a little, are there any of your physical events that you can see you being able to offer in the in the in, in the not too distant future i think realistically the summer is probably going to be out you're not really going to be able to run many events through the summer i think we may we may be lucky when it comes to to running outdoor events because there's less chance of the virus or so we've been told there's less chance of the virus spreading outdoor i think there may be more chance to run different things like motorized activities um because when you're doing motorized, you're pretty much covered up anyway. So we would be able to allocate a helmet to each person, a hairnet to each person, gloves, waterproofs, everything like that. So that means that, and as well, face masks and everything, that means that people are completely covered. So there's less chance of transferring the disease. And then we would say they're doing rage buggies or quad bikes and we'd be able to wipe it down each time people get in and out. Um, I think... Things like the traditional team building where you're getting people quite close. I think things like that are gonna be sort of off the off the radar for a bit. And I think it may be a case of doing doing things like theming or dressing venues, because we have all the props and things like that. So I think it may be a case of looking at Christmas might be the first time that we can actually start start doing bigger events. And then I think you just have to create new experiences for people where it's whether it's you're dressing a venue and it's a big venue and you're making sure that um there's bits of entertainment in different areas so people can still stay stay there two meters apart if they need to, but they're they're still able to participate in different elements of that. Fantastic. And um I mean, I guess final question from me is just if there's anyone listening that's really interested in any of those kind of three offerings that you've got and wants to find out more or even inquire about booking something, what's the best way of them doing it? 
So best way is just to go to spreadlikewildfire.co.uk and you can uh, fill out a inquiry form or you can even call our telephone number, uh, which is 0114-2700-330. If anybody's got any ideas that they want us to create new events for, we're more than happy to do that. Um, I just quoted somebody yesterday to do an online scavenger hunt where people have to find stuff in their house as well. So, um, and Obviously, feel free to drop me an email at any time if anybody wants any information or anything like that. And they can get me at Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, at wildfireagency.co.uk. Brilliant. Nathan, thank you very much for your time. No worries. Thank you. Join us next time on Get Fired Up as we share more tips and advice to help you create the perfect event. Find us on your podcast app and let us know if there's a subject you'd like us to cover in a future episode. Stay safe and see you next time on Get Fired Up.